Since 1995, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Good afternoon. Welcome to Sports Call. I am Brooks Childress sitting in the driver's seat this afternoon for J.J. Jackson. He is currently en route to Knoxville, Tennessee for this weekend's SEC and regular season finale for Auburn softball as they take on the Tennessee Lady Vols up there. Three games starting tomorrow right here on Tiger 95.9. You'll be able to listen to those all weekend long, but he is not here this afternoon. I am, though. I'm also joined by Brant Daughtry and Cam Berry in the studio this afternoon. We're going to have some fun. It's a very short show today. Only an hour, 15 minutes on the air this afternoon because we've got some Smith Station softball coming your way at 4.30 p.m. today. Smith Station in the area tournament. They get set to take on the Auburn High Tigers for the second time in the area tournament. Played them on Tuesday afternoon and lost that game 13-3. to was the final score of that one. The Auburn High Tigers defeating the Smith Station Lady Panthers in six innings. Myself and Barry Blanchard were on the call for that one uh, down in Central. The Auburn High Tigers then went on to lose the next game to Central, 8-6 to six in that one. And so it is a rematch. Smith Station and Auburn, for the sixth time this year, they will play. Auburn, or Smith's, is, two, uh, yeah, 2-1. and one. I think. Was it the sixth time or the fifth time? Fourth time. Fourth time they've played. I was thinking about baseball. Fourth time they've played. They are two and one against Auburn this year. They're look to improve to three and one and punch their ticket to the area tournament championship later this afternoon against Central. And that would also punch their ticket to the state title or state championship rounds uh, going past that. So four fifteen we'll be off the air. Four thirty, you'll hear Smith Station and Auburn softball right here on at Tiger 95.9. But until then, we'll keep you company for an hour 15. We got some great stuff for you this afternoon. We'll get to our birthdays and sports in just a little bit. We'll wrap up the show later with our nightly TV guide and a whole lot more. So we'll get your calls in early and often. We'd love to hear from you at 334-887-341 locally. Toll free 1-888-9-TIGER-9 is how you get on the Auburn Bank phone line to talk to us in this shortened sports call on a Thursday I am joined, as I said, I'm Brooks Childress, joined by Brant and Cam. Guys, how are you doing, Cam? How are you doing today? Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, nice, beautiful day out. Um, watched a little bit of NBA last night. Uh, watched the Heat beat up on the 76ers without Joel Embiid. Pretty much not really a fair fight whatsoever. Um, and then watched the Suns also beat up on the Mavericks. I mean, Luka Doncic, he's, you know, he's pretty much all they have. If nobody else really contributes and scores, then it's just, you know, Raps, uh, Sun's probably going to take it in five. Heat without Joel, or excuse me, Heat are going to probably beat the Sixers without Joel, probably also in five. Um, so those would be two really, really short uh, series. Uh, no NBA on tonight, unfortunately, so I'm not sure what I'm going to be doing tonight. But um, overall, pretty good day. 
Good. I'm glad you're having a good day. Brant, how are you doing this afternoon? Uh, I'm also doing pretty good. Like Cam said, it's a nice day. It's 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 getting hot. We broke it, we've broken into the 90s Finally. now. We have broken into the 90s, so we are officially uh, warm weather people. You couldn't Summertime. tell by uh, by my get up today. No, you have worn a hoodie and a beanie, but you usually wear hoodies. You're not really yeah. a t-shirt guy. I've got I mean, I've got a t-shirt on underneath this. Yeah, I'm but not just going. you usually have something on over. Yeah. I, I do. I do like I a good hoodie too, and I yeah, I like to wear a good hoodie. The, this I, office, if, the, if it is over seventy degrees, I am in shorts and a t-shirt. The office is just cold a it little is. bit. It is. It is. Especially over on yeah. the side where we sit, it, yeah, it gets our, a little chilly. Our, our uh, desks area. I wear a hoodie very, every day for yeah. that. Yeah. If I'm in the office, I'm just a I'm just a warm warm natured person. I think I get hot fat. I get hot easy, and I'm jealous. I, uh, it, it, I I can be comfortable in I, I guess sixty five. I think sixty five is my perfect temperature. That's that's fine. It's a little yeah. chilly. Yeah, but but I like I that is, that is where I exist. Seventy three is where I like to sit. Yeah, seventy three is not bad. I, again, if it's over seventy, I'm in shorts and a t shirt. But yeah, other than that, feeling really good. <laughs> uh, very excited for Auburn softball versus Tennessee. Very excited for you know uh, big. Auburn football news came came across the wire last That's night. Right. No one really expected that. Let's but, go. Uh, it's a, it's a big deal, and I'm very excited to talk about that, and you know, talk to callers and and take questions or whatever, and just see where this show goes. Like you said, it's only an hour. We've got a short one today, so we can we're gonna try and cram as much into this as possible. That's right. If no one, if you have been living under a rock, have not checked social media in the last 24 hours. The Auburn football team picked up a commitment from a former Miami Hurricanes wide receiver transfer. Uh, Someone's gonna have to help me with the pronunciation. Dazzling, dazzling, dazzling. Like Is it actually dazzling? Yeah, he's dazzling. Dazzling. That's yeah. awesome. Dazzling Warsham, uh, committed to the Auburn Tigers last night. Some big pick, a big pickup. Not just because he's a Division One wide receiver, but because he's a wide receiver in general. Yeah, yeah he's, it's he, a position in need, and it, people are going to look at his stats at Miami, which is to say, non-existent. He didn't have any stats at <laughs> Miami, but he only played in one game. But a lot of that was to do with injury. You look at uh, his his high school's tape and his high school metrics and his recruiting ranks and all that. He was a borderline four-star, ended up being a three-star by a lot of services, but some places had him as a four-star, was committed to Alabama for over a calendar year um, and then flipped to Miami late in his recruiting process and uh, was in line to get some big playing time at Miami, but uh, never nothing, nothing ever really panned out for him. So he entered the transfer portal, and now he's going to play at Auburn. And you're getting a guy who he's got four years of eligibility, so you're basically signing a a wide receiver who is just going to come in and be a freshman, but he's got a year of college practice experience, and that's a big deal. So uh, I, I don't know if Warsham is going to be this thousand-yard receiver in his first year, but you're bringing in a guy I think is very similar to Ryan Davis in a lot of ways uh, that is going to he's going to be someone who can build and build, and you're you're going to hopefully have him for a couple of years and. Hopefully, get something great out of him. He's not a guy that's going to come in and you're, you know, automatically changes the dynamics no. of, no. of the wa- no. wide receiver room. He's going to come in and he adds depth. depth and he adds yeah. experience yes. to this to this wide receiver room, which is very very much needed. Looking back on his recruiting profile from two four seven Sports, uh, the two schools, as you mentioned, Brant, that uh, everybody had him picked to go to was down to Miami and Alabama. When it came, finally came down to him signing somewhere, it was Miami and Alabama. Other schools that recruited him though. In the uh, from around the country, Arkansas was on him. Clemson was trying to recruit him. Florida, Florida State, Georgia, uh, LSU, Michigan. Highly touted. Very, very highly touted. Ole Miss, Oregon, South Carolina, Texas A&M, and then Ohio State 
also recruited him but did not give him an offer. Everybody else sent him an offer. So he had a whole lot a list of offers yeah. Yeah, for, on his, uh, when he was initially recruited back in 2020. Yep. And now he hit the transfer portal after Mario Cristobal took over the reins down there in South Florida, and now he finds his new home on the plains with the Auburn Tigers. I. It's interesting because he's listed about 175. Uh, yeah. His high Six school one. stuff is yes. 6'1", 175. According to some beat writers down in Miami, he put on a ton of weight, and he's he's – over 200 pounds now so he's Interesting. he has fixed his his body to look more like a college wide receiver at 61202 i think is where he is um so Man. A, a route runner not a guy who's going to go up and win a ton of 50 50 jump balls but he's got a, length for yeah, it though. he's he's lengthy he's got long arms he's he's got a plus wingspan if you're an nba fan um he's he's a guy that i'm excited about again i, I don't expect him to come in and just oh now auburn's a national championship contender because they got dazzle and warsham but I think he's a guy who can grow into being a, a really good wide receiver, maybe an all-conference guy, if things go right. Yeah, a very crucial guy that could be used. Um, I'm looking at Auburn Live right now. Uh, Cole Pinkston did a um, a film room on, on Dazzling and uh, saying he's got good hands. He's often used in the screen game, great body control, which is obviously all very necessary things that, you know, that adds the experience that we were talking about into the – uh, wide receiver room so I'm I'm very excited to see where uh where he goes and he's he's um played for Hewitt Trustville huh that's yeah, interesting went to Hewitt Trustville yeah. up there around the Birmingham area uh during his high school career looking at some of the stats from our good friends over at AL.com Nick Alvarez uh wrote the article looking at some of his high school stats finished high school career with 28 touchdowns over 2300 receiving yards uh, in 2018 as you said Brant committed to Alabama but switched to the Hurricanes as a senior down there and was listed at uh, 24-7 rankings, listed Worsham as a four-star with a 10 uh, and the 10-ranked player in the state when he was recruited back in 2020. Has not caught a pass in his one collegiate game that he has played in, but still a guy with a lot of potential that comes into this Auburn team and adds some depth to that uh, very, very much needed wide receiver room for the Auburn football team as we are into the summer months, the spring, the late spring, summer months, spring practice is over. You kind of focus on getting some guys in the transfer portal and you look ahead to next season as you get, as you inch ever so closer to yeah. football season, to fall camp to SEC media days in July. And we'll keep our eyes on the Auburn Tigers, see what else they can do in the transfer portal. If they can bring in anybody else, offensive line help and wide receiver help are always the ones that we seem to be talking about that Auburn needs more and more Help on 334-887-341 locally, toll free one 9 tiger 9 That's how you get on the Auburn Bank phone line. Let's go ahead and take our first break of the afternoon. When we come back, we get to your birthdays in sports, your phone calls, and of course, during this break, we get to your tiger weather with our good friend Ryan Lavoy. We'll be right back after this. Want to join our conversation? Tweet us your thoughts on Twitter at SportsCallAU. This is Andy Bertram, voice of the Auburn Tigers, and you're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9.
I don't think this is the correct song to say this, but happy Cinco de Mayo. (laughs) (laughs) Happy Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, sure. Happy Cinco de Mayo to all those who celebrate. You can say happy Cinco de Mayo to whatever song you want. I just don't know if this is the festive kind of... The White Stripes, baby. But happy Cinco de Mayo out there. Hope everybody is responsible this evening celebrating. However you celebrate Cinco de Mayo. Not going to... I'll be responsible. You'll be responsible. Brandon, you're going to be responsible. This I don't evening? know if Brandon's going to be responsible. I uh, have never been responsible a day in my life. Oh, yeah. That's, no. Well, that's why you're on the show. <laughs> no, I've got things I have to do tomorrow morning. So, <laughs> Woo! So yes, I will be responsible. Everybody be responsible. Everybody be safe. Celebrating Cinco de Mayo tonight and this afternoon if you got off early. But we are guiding you toward a softball game this afternoon. I'm Brooks Childress, joined by Brant Daughtry and Cam Berry. Hello. Barry Blanchard will be on the call this afternoon Barry. along with Ryan Lavoy yeah. down at Central High School. We know those guys. In Central Phoenix City. We do know those guys. Ryan Lavoy spoke in our commercial break. A couple of times. Yeah, a couple of times. Uh, gave the weather to start things off. Barry, I think he's got something coming up here in a little bit it's, uh, associated with the sports report. He's got a little... His, really? His, his, well, his, his it's commercial with his tag on it. Okay, okay. Nice. Uh, so later in the show, you'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, Auburn High, Central, or Smith Station High this afternoon, 431st pitch from Central Phoenix City High School down there in Phoenix City. Beautiful facilities down there. Winner takes on Central Phoenix City tonight at 630 approximately. And if the Smith, if Smith Station Panthers win, we will have that game for you. If they don't, obviously we won't have it for you because the Smith Station season will be done. This is Sports Call. Keep listening to us this afternoon, short and show. So one, it's not that long for you to listen to us. But two, in just a few minutes, we're going to have a fun giveaway for one lucky caller. Yeah. A fun giveaway? A fun giveaway. Tell me more. I'll give away the fun. Well, I will in a little bit. Okay. But first... We're on limited time. I don't know how much longer <laughs> you want to wait. Well, we are on limited time, so you know what that means we have to do? That means we have to get to our birthdays in sports. It's time for today's birthdays in sports. There it is. <laughs> that was great. Birthdays I knew it was in sports. I, just, I was so excited to do that. The suspense was real. Birthdays in sports on a Thursday, May the 5th. If uh, you're celebrating your birthday today, you're also celebrating Cinco de Mayo. Also, uh, what is it's it's may the fourth be with you right yeah and what's the day like revenge of the fifth is the next day that's what it is the 24th is my birthday i've never heard that you've never heard of revenge of the fifth yeah (laughs) it's may the fourth be with you and then revenge of the fifth then happy birthday brant in a couple of weeks that's right but today's birthdays include a running back for the arizona cardinals that's james connor is turning 27 years old today connor played college football at pitt go panthers where he was a two-time All-ACC player, one-time ACC Player of the Year, one-time All-American. He was taken in the third round of the 2017 draft by the Pittsburgh Steelers and started for the team in his second season. He is a two-time Pro Bowler as, well, James Conner, turning 27 years old. I hope he stays healthy and yeah. stays good because he's a lot of fun to watch. He's always been a symbol of, like, perseverance yeah, and getting into absolutely. the league. Most, yeah, yeah. He, walk, he literally did the same thing Kenny Pickett did, or he's going to do. Yeah. Because they, Pittsburgh. Pitt, drafted by Pittsburgh. And they share the same facility. You just walk in a separate door. And oh. so, literally, the, the front of the building has a Steelers logo on one side, a Pitt logo on the other. And you, really? there's two doors right there. And you either you either scan into one or you scan into the other and you just walk right in. Interesting. 
Next up, turning 37 years old today, is a forward for the Miami Heat, P.J. Tucker, turning 37. Tucker was North Carolina Player of the Year as a senior in high school and committed to Texas in 2003. Hook him. As a junior in 2006, he won Big 12 Player of the Year, was selected 35th overall in that year's draft, ended up in Europe where he was MVP and champion of a few different leagues before ending back up in the NBA in 2012. Won an NBA championship in 2021 with the Bucks, trying to win another one this year, but with the Miami Heat. You either there. love P.J. Tucker or yep. you hate that P.J. Is, Tucker. I wouldn't know P.J. Tucker if he walked in the door right now. He's really. He's <laughs> one of those. Po- oh, man. <laughs> Dude, he's like. Which is an awful thing to say for me being on a sports talk Well, show, just, but. you know, with like the Houston Rockets when he played, he was like their center for, yeah. for a little bit because they played the small ball with, yeah, yeah. with James Harden. And it was just. That poor man having to guard centers, and he's like six five. It's, it's it was rough, but uh, he's a defensive dog, and he is. You can pretty much say he's automatic on the corner three, either corner. They're up two zero in that series right now, too. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're, I have the Heat going to the finals. They are the one seed. They're, they're so. they were the one seed, and then they added Victor Oladipo, <laughs> and, and just it's not fair. Turning 52 today is a former NBA forward. LaFonso Ellis is 52. Ellis led his high school to two straight state championships and committed to Notre Dame in 1988. Go Irish. He played in South Bend for four years and was inducted into the school's Ring of Honor. He was selected fifth overall in the 1992 draft by the Nuggets and made the all-rookie team. He retired in 2003 and is now an analyst for ESPN. LaFonso Ellis is 52 I was going to say, he's old. on basketball college game day, right? He is. Yeah. He is. 52 years old. I can't believe he's that old. Yeah, right. He not look it. He does not look it. Black don't crack. And then, finally, turning 80 years old today, is Tony, or Tommy, Tommy Helms is a former MLB second baseman and manager. Helms broke into the majors in 1964 and became a full starter in 1965 for the Reds. His official rookie season came in 1966 when he won NL Rookie of the Year. Played for 14 seasons, compiling a career 269 batting average with Three, three, with 34 home runs and 477 RBIs. He was a two-time All-Star, two-time Gold Glove winner, stayed in retirement for 11 years before returning to the Reds as manager, but only held the position for a year. He is in the Cincinnati Reds Hall of Fame. Tommy Helms turning 80 years old today. So happy birthday, James Conner, P.J. Tucker, LaFonso Ellis, and Tommy Helms. And of course, if it's your birthday... Happy birthday to you! Yeah, I was on upset this. I wasn't on the on the show yesterday, even though Branch and I were uh, were calling a softball game uh, for Beauregard. Yesterday was my buddy's birthday, and I wanted to give him a birthday shout out. Give so him a happy shout out late now. birthday shout out to my friend Rafael Cruz. Yesterday, his birthday, May the fourth. Yeah. Unforgettable birthday, honestly. How old? He will be. He is now twenty four. All right. Yeah. Twenty four years old. Happy birthday to him. Happy birthday to all celebrating a birthday today, and of course. As I said a moment ago, if it's your birthday today, happy birthday to you. As we are about to go to our second break of the hour in just a moment, I want to tell you about our giveaway that Brant asked so lovingly about a little bit ago. I love giveaways. Woo! If it it's is, free, it's me. If it's for free, that's right. If it's for free, it's for me. And these can be for you. I've hold in my hand if, as soon as I can get them your off the paper. Your right hand specifically. Now your left. In, now both. In my left hand. Now left hand. Fan out. I currently hold four tickets. Count them. One, two, three, four. I counted. He's four. right. I to agree. There's also Sunday four. afternoon's baseball game for the Auburn Tigers against the top five ranked Arkansas Razorbacks 
at Plainsman Park. Sui. So they hey, you want those tickets? You want them? They can you be want yours. Them. Arkansas is the fourth the team in the nation. Low, low price of calling 334-887-34 and locally toll-free 1-888-9-TIGER-9 right now Auburn during this commercial break. It's also pretty good. Give us a call. Seats are pretty good seats. Yeah. Can, can confirm. I've there are no them bad out. seats yes. in Plainsman Park. There are no bad seats in Plainsman Park. But if you want four seats to Sunday's baseball game against a top five Arkansas team, Auburn is fighting for a regional host spot. Woo! They're darn close to it. And they're so close. If they keep winning, who knows? They could get to one of those... Top eight seeds. You never know. That would get them a super regional. Call right now, 334-887-341. Locally, toll-free, 1-888-9-TIGER-9. Tell me you want to win the tickets, and they are yours. Sunday afternoon's baseball game. We'll be right back after these messages on Sports Call. Looking for another way to listen to our show? Be sure to download the Tiger Communications app and listen to Sports Call wherever you go. Want more Sports Call? Check us out online at sportscallauburn.com. Congratulations to Mason Lewis out there listening to us. Just won those four tickets to Auburn baseball on Sunday afternoon. One o'clock first pitch against the Arkansas Razorbacks. Game three of that series. Hopefully the Auburn Tigers will be going for the sweep by that time, but it could also be a series deciding win or game for the Auburn Tigers on Sunday. So no matter the fact, Mason Lewis, our winner, make sure you keep listening to us for all sorts of chances to win free stuff. May have some more giveaways coming up in the few days coming soon. So make sure you keep listening to Sports Call at all times to know when and when yes. where we are giving things away. Always got stuff to give away here. I'm Brooks Childress, Cam Barry. You just heard him speak a moment ago. Yeah, I'm here. Yep, he's here. Brant Daughtry is also here. I'm here. Brand is also here. And it is a sports call on a Thursday, leading you into some Smith Station versus Auburn High softball coming up at 4.30. Game one of hopefully a few this afternoon, but you got to win the first one first. Ryan Lavoy, Barry Blanchard will be on the call down there as Auburn High Tigers will take on your Smith Station Lady Panthers right here on Tiger 95.9. 4.30 is the scheduled first pitch time. They'll be on the air a little bit before that, but that's why we're getting off about 4.15 this afternoon to make way for that. Uh, speaking of Auburn baseball, Butch Thompson meeting with the media this afternoon. About 30 minutes ago that meeting got started. Jason Caldwell reporting about 19 minutes ago that Butch Thompson says that closer Blake Burkhalter will likely dress this weekend versus Arkansas, and we'll see what the hamstring feels like today in practice to see if he will be able to go this weekend got injured last weekend versus Tennessee. He has been one of the stars out of the bullpen this year. It seems the the winning formula, if you're Auburn baseball, is to go starter to Carson Skipper to Blake Burkhalter, yep. and that's been the winning formula for pitching wise 
for this Auburn Tigers team. Blake Burkhalter going down last weekend. Hopefully you get to see him go this weekend. If not, it, it could get – you're going to have to find someone else to throw some innings there. I th- Carson Skipper is going to have to step up a little bit more. Uh, you, you're probably going to need a guy like Carson Swilling to step up a little bit. Yeah. He's been a guy out of the bullpen quite a bit. You may need Hayden Mullins to um, throw a few innings here. Just, just give a or Barnett, Mason Barnett's the midweek. Hayden Mullins is the is the starter. Mason just give Barnett. Tim Hudson an old jersey and let him go out there. <laughs> see if anybody notices. So he's like, still got his stuff. Yeah, so like I'm sure see, he's still got it, even if he hasn't pitched in a little while. You see that uh, that sinker come in? I think that's uh, that'll yeah. be a dead giveaway. That hey, maybe this guy <laughs> is. Uh, also, the fact that I think he's bald at this point. Well, he was bald work in, in yeah. major leagues too. Yeah, that's so, true. He was. Well, I don't think he was. He was not bald in college. I was going to say he was going there in college, though. But he is. He yeah. has uh, fully embraced the yeah. shiny head. <laughs> but Auburn baseball this weekend versus Arkansas. It is a beautiful, beautiful day here in the plains. I'm stalling because I want to know what we're going to talk about next. The Atlanta Braves is where I want to go next. Okay, Braves. Atlanta Braves. Split a four-game series. We briefly talked about this yesterday on uh, Sports Call, but split a four-game series with the division-leading New York Mets yesterday. Got a win on Monday. Got a win yesterday. Lost the doubleheader on Tuesday to the Mets. But a big, big series for the Braves to get a split with the Mets. Also, you didn't have to face, as I said yesterday, didn't have to face Max Scherzer as he pitched on Sunday for the Mets against the Phillies. And so you didn't have to face him, so that was a really, really big deal for the for the Braves. And now you get ready this week and welcome in the NL Central leading Brew Crew with a, a NL playoff mat rematch from last year as the Braves and the Brewers squared off last year in the playoffs. The division round uh, they've, they've squared off in, and you get them back in Truist Park this weekend for three. And so big, big, we- big week for the Braves from Monday to Sunday with two big series with the Mets and the Brewers. Yeah, it'll be really interesting because, I mean, when, when the Braves beat the Brewers in the playoffs last year, that's when I you kind of got the feeling, hey, they can they can yeah. really go. I mean, the Dodgers are really tough, and I, I wasn't sure what was going to happen. But they, you, when they won that series, I think it was 4-2, to two, you kind of got the feeling, hey, they could they could kind of make this run. Or I guess 3-1, to one, considering yeah, that, I think it was, that it was a, the division series. They only play five in the division right. series. But either way, you kind of got the feeling, hey, th- th- this is a really good team. And so I'm wondering – if the Braves somehow manage to take this series, which is is very bleak thing to say, especially this earlier in the year, um, the, then I think that's that's good news. I really like I really uh, winning a game nine to two made a lot of really good defensive plays. Guillermo Heredia robbed one at the wall. Um, he I did scored, see that. scored a ton of runs uh, in that in that game four. It, that looked kind of like turning a corner. Yeah. I'm not sure if it is the fact that you had four games with the Mets. You won two of them, and all four of them were close. That gives me hope. I don't know if it means anything, but since we're looking at the the micro game by game of a 162 game season, you have to hope that they turn a corner at some point, and hopefully that is where it'll start. And I, I don't think the Mets are going to stay this hot. I think the Mets are good. I think the Mets are really good, yeah. but I don't know if they're going to stay this hot the entire season. So, uh, you know, just start cutting into that lead, and you know, ho- hopefully by the end of the season. Yeah, I mean we're we're still so far away. It's tough to make predictions at this point. After last night's games ended wrapped up Mets sitting first 18 and 9 yep. Marlins four and a half games back at even 512 and 12 the Braves who Third yesterday yeah, yeah after after they beat the Mets they were still in fourth but with results from last night the Braves moved just in front of the Phillies both Braves and Phillies are six games back the Braves are 12 and 15 Phillies 
are only behind because of winning percentage. Phillies have only won 11 games, 14 losses. The Nationals sit eight and a half games back at nine and 17. Man, that the Nationals were a, a World Series team a few years ago, and now yeah, they're sitting yeah. at nine and 17. Oh, what yep. a fall from grace! And it's you know, as as Braves fans, we're just not you know not uh, not upset about it either. No, not whatsoever. But Braves into third place, six games back of the Mets, a game and a half back of the Marlins for second. And so this is a a spot the Braves didn't. Yeah. You, you'd like to be in first place, obviously. Definitely. You'd like to have a better start. But I think I think that us treading kind of in the middle, you yeah. know, between second, third, and fourth right there, um, as long as we're staying afloat and, you know, continuing to figure things out and get people back and and you know get as healthy as possible i think we'll actually finally you know be able to hit a stride at some point you know brant was right i think it splitting with the mets is kind of close to turning a quarter a corner um obviously we're not at full strength we don't have like rosario he's still out he's gonna be out like what two months something like that three months um eight to ten weeks or eight to twelve weeks from whenever the surgery happened right so So he's he's gonna be out till middle of the summer yeah so i i I think uh you know probably by then by the middle of the summer uh hopefully before that though uh just because of how many games we have maybe we'll hit a stride throw him back in there and then we'll just you know keep pushing and hopefully win the division um for what is would be a fifth straight year i think so yeah the atlanta as you'd like to be in a better spot going into this but right now with the as hot a start as the mets have had and you you gotta think you know it's like you said brilliant you got to think about what the Mets have done in the past. They've gotten out to hot starts in the past. This feels like it could be a different Mets team, maybe. Yeah. With some of the talent that they've got on this roster, but you just it, if history repeats itself, you cannot, you can't just go in and say they're just going to run through and be this great all year. They could be. Now, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try, I'm not gonna sit here and doubt them this early in the season. They could be this good all year long, but just from recent history, you kind of, you're kind of waiting, expecting it could happen at some point. They, the the Metropolitans are a threat to collapse at any moment, <laughs> um, and I would rather end the season hot than start it hot. Oh you yeah. Know? Uh, obviously, you'd love to be hot for a full 162 games. That's never happened. It's never no. going to. So, uh, you know, we've gotten to the point though, and I've. I've talked about it several times on this program about with the slow start for the Braves that you were kind of working your way into the season because you missed a little bit of spring training. You're not yep. used to getting in. We've now hit that point where if the Braves don't start to turn a corner here, and I, I, like you guys said, this could have been a, a, a game yesterday that in this series, if you, you took two out and you split the series with the Mets, if you can go in and you can win two out of three with the Brewers, I think you start to see where that corner is being turned a yep, little bit. I agree. Um, but over the next week, week and a half, if you don't see that corner being turned at least a little bit, I think you got to start wor- worrying about this Braves team because at that point you are into what would be the regular season if you had a full spring training. Right. And guys have to have to have started to adjust by then. If not, you may start to think about what we need to do here, what adjustments can be made in the lineup, what adjustments can be made Treats. in personnel-wise. Anthopolis, and, man. And it may be Alex Anthopolis goes back to the phones as we head toward the, the uh, trade deadline in July. At the end of July, and starts to try to put together some trade deals like he did last year to try to bolster this team up. But I think that this next week, especially with these two series where you had the Mets and the Brewers, and then you're going into these next couple weeks, are very pivotal. If you don't see that that corner being turned, you need to start thinking. The Braves probably need to start thinking: What do we need to do to tweak this lineup? What we need to do to tweak this? More thoughts on the Braves. Let's go ahead and take our 
last break of the hour. Brent, you want to say something. I, I can see it in yeah, your eyes. Yeah, so I, we will, I, I'll let you speak about it when yeah. we come back from this break. Is that okay? Yeah, sure. I can hold it. More Braves talk on the other side of this. You're listening to Sports Call. Want to know how easy it is to listen to our show? All you have to do with your Amazon smart device is say, Alexa, play Sports Call Auburn. I'm Britt Bowen, voice of Auburn women's basketball and Auburn softball. You're listening to Sports Call on Tiger 95.9. Sports Call on a Thursday rolls on. I'm Brooke Childress, joined by Cam Berry and Brant Daughtry. You're in the middle of some Braves talk. Brant has a point that he wants to make. I will let him talk in just a moment. Back away from the mic. The Milwaukee Brewers, who the Braves play this weekend in three games, just finished off their game this afternoon against the Cincinnati Reds. The Reds still only have three wins on the year, two of those coming against the Braves. Have mercy. Three games they played the Reds and the Brewers. 6-3 was the Tuesday game. 18-4 to four was yesterday's game the Brewers won. Have mercy again. And then the Brewers just finished off this one 10-5. They win three games in a row. The Brewers come in on a three-game winning streak to play the Atlanta Braves starting yeah. tomorrow night on our sister station AM 1230. W-A-U-D. Telez has been on a yeah, tear he hit like a recently. franchise record eight RBIs in that 18-4 win. Kind of Kind of crazy. That's, that's a good day. Yeah. That's a good day. <laughs> to say the least, right? Yeah. I think well, he almost had two grand slams. Yeah. <laughs> I think... Uh, that's I, crazy, bro. Yeah. Brent, you, the floor is now yours to make your point. Thank you. Um, you well, I, I was going off of something you said, so I don't know if it's going to carry over as well out of a commercial break, but you were bound and determined. Everybody's been listening the entire time, Brent. Just yeah. make sure. Okay. Go just on. just know. Okay. We, we all know. Okay. You said earlier that it was, it was dramatic. Pause. It might be time to start uh, start worrying, uh, and I and I agree. I agree that it, that if I, I, if uh, things don't turn around, it's me, time to start. Clarify, in about a week, week and a half. Yeah. If you don't see a, any sort of corner being turned, that's when you need to start worrying. Yeah. Not start this worrying. Moment. Start making changes. Maybe change some personnel up. Uh, ch- make some lineup changes. Change up your pitching order if you want to. But I think we need to outline the difference between worrying and panicking. Yeah. Let me say there this Braves team is stupid talented. There stupid. are really really good players on this on this team. You just got to find what works and what yes. works consistently. Uh and I don't think you're going to have to say, "Well, crap, let's just tear the whole thing down. We won a World Series, now we're going to suck for 5 years." No, you're you're you have the talent to win right now, but you just got to figure out what 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 works what works you know and i'm i'm not a baseball manager i don't know what the answers are um i don't think any of us do but i no. think we just have to 
We have to Clearly be patient. from our Thunder Chickens experience. We just yeah, absolutely speculate. Not. Absolutely not. And yeah, we're, we can speculate, and we're going to. That's kind of our job is talking That's heads, why I people guess. listen to us. They want to hear what we want to think. Yeah, they think we're really smart, um, and they want to know what our opinions are because we're right all of the time. But <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, hey, there, you Brooks have Childress to outline makes the no claim that he's smarter than anybody else in this broadcast or anybody. Huh? Other, I said Brooks Childress makes no claim that he's smarter than anybody else in this broadcast or anybody else in the sports media world. No, uh, it's like seconded by Cam. I, I say this every time I make a Disclaimer. prediction about something. I have been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. I am wrong all of the time. It's just my thoughts on matters. But I don't think it's time to panic. I think the Braves are going to be fine. You, they just have to figure out what they're doing and what works. Looking around the rest of the Major League Baseball world right now as we get you ever so close to the top of the hour break. As we said, the Mets leading the way in the East. Marlins are in second, four and a half games back. Braves and the Phillies both six games back. Braves technically in third right now because of win percentage. Phillies, eight and a half games back in last place in the East. In the Central, we said a moment ago, the Brewers leading the way there at 17 and eight. Cardinals, two and a half games back of them in second place. Pirates, six and a half games back of the leading Brewers. Cubs still below 500 at seven and a half games back, and the Reds already digging themselves a hole really early. They're 13 and a half games back of the division leading Brewers. Like I said a moment ago, still only three wins on the year. Two of those, unfortunately, coming against the Braves in that first weekend of play. That's a shame. It is. It is just um, that's <laughs> not what that. you want if you are a Braves fan. I hate fan. that. The NL West is really, really competitive early. The Dodgers leading the way. Padres one game back of them in second. Rockies uh, of course. two and a half games back, as of well course. as the Giants are two and a half games back. Of course. And then the D-backs sitting at 13 and 13, four and a half games back in last place in that division. The worst team is at 500 in that division. That's going to be a fun, yeah, fun uh, division to watch I mean, all year long. I've never watched. I've have not watched the Diamondbacks. Are they? Are they good? Like, are they, they actually can get, good? They can hit a few. Because I've, for the longest I know that the Diamondbacks have not been they, good. They have not been good for a few years. Yeah. So are, are they actually, they, like, could they actually they can, be good? They've got the potential to make yeah. some noise until they actually do. Right. I'm not going to say that yeah. they're really good yeah. or they are good. I'm um, looking at the AL side of things. The Yankees are in first place in the AL East. The Blue Jays, who a lot of people have picked as a World Series contender this year. Interesting. Two and a half games back. Rays are three games back. The Red Sox, eight games back. They're below 500 at 10 and 15. And the Orioles are nine games back, nine and 16 on the year. AL Central, the Twins leading the way in there. Uh, the White Sox and the Guardians are three and a half games back. The Royals, six games back, as well as the Tigers are six games back. That can be a competitive division because of the wrong reasons, because there's only one team that's above 500 <laughs> there. And then in the AL West, things are going uh, a little different than you would think. The Angels are leading the way. You'd think the Astros would lead the division, but they are one and a half games back, the Angels. The Mariners are three and a half games back. Mariners have looked fairly decent this year okay. at times. At they times. can't consistently hit. But there's been times where you've watched the Mariners and you say, I can see the potential there, but they right. just can't put it together. Then the Rangers are five games back in fourth place. And then last in that division is the Athletics at five and a half games back. And that's a look at the standings in Major League Baseball right now. As we said, Braves six games back, as well as the Phillies are six games back of the Mets. Braves just took two out of three from the Mets. Get ready to take on the Brewers this weekend. And then looking ahead for the Braves schedule, you get the Brewers this weekend, you got the Red Sox for two next week at home, 
And the next weekend, you welcome in those San Diego Padres for the second time. That'll be a fun series. Already this year. That is, it, it should be a fun series. You dropped to a three at San Diego when you met them the first right. time. Need If the Braves need to pay them back with at least two out of two three, three next weekend. Yep. But first and foremost, Braves Brewers tomorrow night, 620. Bally Sports Southeast is where you can watch it. Of course, you can listen to that game right over on our sister station, AM 1230, WAUD. And that is going to take us to our top of the hour break. One more segment to go on the other side of this, and then we will wrap up the show and get you to Smith Station Softball. I am Brooks Childress, joined by Brant Daughtry and Cam Berry. Hey, your Tiger Communications Sports Report, as well as the Auburn Sports Network update and the Braves Radio Network update are coming your way during this break. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Sports Call. One hour of our show is in the books. We've got more to come. Stay tuned for another hour of Sports Call right after the break. Since 1995, Alabama's sports talk leader, Tiger Communications, proudly presents Sports Call. It's time to join our Sports Call crew as they discuss the latest headlines and happenings around Auburn and the entire sports world. To be part of the show, give us a call at 334-887-3401 locally or toll-free at 1-888-9-TIGER-9. We're taking phone calls all show long and want to talk about whatever you've got on your mind. And now, coming to you live from the loveliest village on the plains, Auburn's first and Auburn's favorite sports talk show, Sports Call. Last segment of Sports Call on a Thursday afternoon. I'm Brooks Childress, joined by Brant Daughtry and Cam Berry. Getting you set for Smith Station softball coming up in about half an hour, right here on Tiger 95.9. The area tournament continues today. Had a day off yesterday. Lost the first game to the Smith Station, 13-3 to the Auburn High Tigers. Auburn High then went on to lose 8-6 to to Central Phoenix City in game the second game on Tuesday. And so it'll be a rematch of the Auburn High Lady Tigers and the Smith Station Lady Panthers coming up at 4.30. If Smith Station loses that game, they're done. If they win, they'll head to the championship game right after that game gets done with against Central Phoenix City. And, of course... That would also mean they punched their ticket to the AHSAA Softball State Tournament. So make sure you listen to that. Ryan LaVoy, Barry Blanchard will be on the call for that. Brant Daughtry is going to be running the board, keeping them on the air, keeping them straight yeah. this afternoon. So make sure you tune into that right after we get off the air. Before we go to our nightly TV guide to wrap things up here, I have, we got uh, we got some breaking news. Breaking news. We just saw this come across the timeline. About 30 minutes ago, but I just now got to it. But still, it's breaking news. Some of the Fox is like breaking news up until like midnight after something that ran yeah. at like noon. Yeah. And it's still, it's just breaking news. So Pete, uh, Pete Thamel 
reporting that Florida transfer quarterback Emory Jones is committing to Arizona State yeah. for next season. Ah. He's got two years of eligibility remaining and will be immediately eligible with the Sun Devils. So Emory Jones. Hey, that means it's AR-15 time down in Florida. <laughs> forgot that Emory Jones was in the transfer portal, if we're being honest. I also but did. He is transferring to Arizona State. Heading to the Pac-12, one of the few guys that is actually transferring to Arizona State. They've had a lot of people transfer (laughs) out of the program in the offseason. Their former quarterback, Jaden Daniels III, I think he's at LSU now, right? I think so. Um, Should be pretty good Is Herm Edwards still at Arizona State? He is. He is still the head coach there. The program's just in a tad bit of turmoil. I remember the – every time I watch that quarterback, and I can't remember, is it – Jaden Daniels? Jaden Daniels. I'm just like this is the tallest, skinniest Joker I've ever seen in my life. Kick and play though. That's yeah, he's I was he's like, a good player. I'm just like I was upset that LSU got him. <laughs> the, I feel like the SEC is going to rip him to shreds. I don't. I don't <laughs> think he's got the body for it. Could be wrong. Twenty. But I just don't think he's going to survive. Twenty six minutes ago, Emory Jones tweeted uh, his graphic of him going to Florida or to Arizona State, saying hashtag forks up. Let's get it with a couple exclamation points. Also, you know what? Hold on, I'm, I need to get back to our sound. Um, let's try that again. More breaking news. Just saw oh, this come across the timeline. Before we get out of here, former Indiana and Georgia head coach Tom Crean has talked openly about the Western Kentucky and Evansville jobs per uh, John Goodman, or Jeff Goodman. Uh, this was reported by On3 Sports. This past season, Crean led Georgia to a 6-26 and mark, the worst record in program history. Tom Crean apparently is talking My to King. Western Kentucky and Evansville about their opening job. Their I love job you, Tom Crean. You should have given left, him more right? time. They should have given him an extension. <laughs> if he, he was, Georgia basketball he was don't think so. one number one draft pick away they, from being really, really good. What do, what do they oh, know, wait. <laughs> what do they know about basketball? They, they don't care. They, they do they, uh, they don't care. All they care about is football. For, for what it's worth, Mike White doesn't exactly just terrify me. No, it. no, but he's going to make their program better. He, yes. It's hard to make it worse. <laughs> no, also true. But Tom Crean, that's two breaking news things in, the, in this last segment that we've uh, bum, got bum, to. So got to use that twice. Uh, fi- rediscovered it yesterday on the show. Um, so got to use it twice. So you so put Emory it on there jo- like April Fool's Day, didn't you? No, I put it on there when we did the Masters. Oh, okay, so I did okay, it okay. the same day. <laughs> Um, so the mat, uh, the uh, two. What are some other sound bites that are on that board that we just never use? Um, well, I can show you briefly. We've I'll got put my headphones on for this. Here's here's what I think about some of your opinions, Brant. Right. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that one. That one. I have. Wrong. I have heard before. And Wrong. Then you've got. Go Tigers. You got Go Tigers. Oh, what? R.I.P. Edo. Edo. Um, He's still alive. He's just not coaching anywhere. Uh, we've got the. Um, Yeah. That's your that's a foul call. We need a timeout. This is what I like also like to use. Bro. Bro. I would use all yeah. of these. And then yeah, of course it's really long. My favorite. Uh-huh. It's the soothing sounds of Augusta National. <laughs> it's pretty. Never forget. It's pretty dude. beautiful. That day. was such a fun day. That was a good one. Beautiful that was day. such a good day. There's others on here, but we won't investigate those. Yes, we will. Why not? Because what we time were, is it? Oh yeah. Okay. Never no, mind. Yep. Yep. We will brand. not. We will not investigate those today. We are running out of time, Brant. Which means it's time to get to our. Our show is about to end, but we've got you covered on entertainment for the evening. Here's Sports Call's nightly TV guide. 
Nightly TV Guide on a Thursday afternoon. Got a few movie picks for you this evening, uh, but we will get to those in just a moment. So I'll have to pull it up on my, uh, my cellular device. Sports picks for you, though, this afternoon on, or this evening, six, or 8 o'clock tonight on ESPN2. We got some women's college softball action going down. Oklahoma State, Oklahoma. Number one team in the country is Oklahoma as they take on a top five Oklahoma State team. Big, big matchup there. Uh, the rest of the sports tonight revolve around the ice. That's right. It's the middle of May, but we are in the beginning of May. We are talking ice hockey. Six o'clock on TNT. The Penguins take on the Rangers in game two of that series. Pittsburgh won a three overtime thriller the other day to get the first win in that one. Uh, that's on TNT. Then at 6.30 on TBS, Capitals-Panthers, game two of that one. Washington, surprisingly, took the first game of that one. Panthers have been really good all year long, but Capitals got game one there. 8.30 on TNT, the Predators take the Avalanche. The Avalanche scored an avalanche of goals in that first game. Take a one lead over Nashville. They'll try to do the same tonight. And then 9 o'clock on TBS, the Stars and the Flames. Flames have a 1-0 series lead. James, our good friend James from Montgomery's team, the Dallas Stars, look to bounce back and get a game, game two of that one. And of course, your movie picks for the evening. If you don't want to watch sports, 6.29 specifically. Make sure you get that right on the dot. 6.29 p.m. on FX. It's Guardians of the Galaxy, the very Great first movie. one. Then at 7 o'clock on AMC, it is Pearl Harbor with Ben Affleck. Have y'all ever, either of y'all ever seen that one? Yes. Long also, movie. Yeah, Which very, one? very long Pearl movie. Harbor with oh, yeah, Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah. Also long a great movie, movie though. Oh no, I haven't seen that it's, one. I was thinking, I was thinking, Saving Private Ryan for some reason. No, that is that. That's a long movie yeah. too. Yeah, and but, a much better one. <laughs> how dare you? Then Pearl Harbor. Pearl Harbor. Pretty good movie. I've it is a better Pearl movie. I, objectively, it is a better movie. Pearl Harbor is like a weird love story that just takes place during a war. That, yeah, that's that's accurate. <laughs> Fair. And then for, seven, Saving Private Ryan is like a legit war movie. Then at seven o'clock on BBC America, another war movie, Edge of Tomorrow, starring Tom Cruise and that Emily one Blunt. I've never seen, but I've heard it's good. It's. It's like Groundhog Day during it's futuristic wartime. Yeah, you just he sees his death or he gets killed over and over again, wakes up the same day and has to figure out how to get out of the loop. No, don't see. I haven't seen that one. Not seen that. It's it's, it's a, basically what you do when you play video games. Yeah, bet. Yeah, that's that's all I need to know. And that is a look at your nightly TV guide brought to you by our friends over at Coca Cola. And that is going to wrap us up for a Thursday. Don't forget, coming up in just a few minutes, right here on Target 95.9, Smith Station softball versus the Auburn High Tigers in the area tournament. A must-win situation for the Smith Station Lady Panthers. Ryan LaVoy, Barry Blanchard will have the call. Brant Daughtry is going to be running the board. Yeah. Making sure they stay on the air. Congratulations to Mason Lewis winning those tickets to Auburn Baseball on Sunday. Got those four-pack of tickets for Auburn and Arkansas. Congratulations to him. I have been Brooks Childress. Brant Daughtry has been sitting across from me. As well as Cambridge has been sitting across from me. Everybody's yes, enjoyed our time on Sports Call this afternoon. We Great have. day. And we will talk to you again tomorrow for a brand new edition of Auburn's First and Auburn's Favorite Sports Talk Show. <laughs>